two wizards. Two wizards? Two wizards. Two wizards. Um, this year we're, we're going out on a limb, and we'll, see, and we'll see how it turns out, but we went in for some strawberries. Oh, and, shit. Uh, and it's so cute. Yeah, there's already, like, I don't know, three or four of them, like, starting to kind of form and turning from, like, kind of that translucent white into sort of a pinkish red. So, so that's pretty fun. Um but then we had to sort of move it, move it from the backyard into the sort of back, uh, uh, closed off porch, because these goddamn deer are coming along and oh. eating up all of our strawberry plants. We're so pissed. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is, you know, I've, I've I've talked about we'll go on our walks around the neighborhood, and every so once in a while, it's like, oh, look at this cute little family of deer, you know, drinking from the from the creek or whatever. Uh, but yeah, because so you bitches. back up to it, right? Like you back up to a forest or the <laughs> lake, or yeah, there, there's a little ravine holler. Well, I don't think it's quite big enough to be a holler. Uh, but yeah, there's just there's like a little creek kind of that, that kind of winds down. Um, Walhalla, uh, going all the way back to yeah, I think one of our first like Halloween episodes where I was talking about like kind of local Ohio ghost stories and stuff and there was yeah, urban apparently legends, yeah 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 the like doctor's house on walhalla ravine where he killed his wife and you can see her ghost that's like pretty much right right next door to us um all but, right uh, yeah because okay yeah because i knew that you were on like you backed up to nature but man josh what you're telling me is that your produce is getting raided by <laughs> river-based deer I, I know, and right? That's just you know, so here's appropriate, this... given what we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah, here's this thing that we've invested in, and then these uh, good-for-nothing scurvy, <laughs> scurvy dogs, these scurvy deer come along and just wreck our shit, and we have to just pick up the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Christine's standing out there with a the crossbow, just waiting. Yeah, right. These yeah. Bastards. And a little like, coming to yeah, my like, try... yard. Yeah, our tricorner hat and black powder muskets. <laughs> little star fort. <laughs> there in the backyard. Building palisades. Yeah. yeah Cutting palisade. woods in the back like building palisades. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, neighbor. Couldn't help but notice you're kind of fortifying the old uh, homestead there. and uh... <laughs> A yop? <laughs> Good for enough. The deer coming down and raiding our fields. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, uh, you need any help? Let me know. I'm gonna go back and talk to Barb. All right. All right uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know why you live in Wisconsin, but you do. Um, yeah, it could be. Could be. I mean, I don't know. That, that's also kind of the funny thing too, because we're coming up on, uh, yeah, like six years here in the Midwest. Which oh, is wow. Weird. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, like July. Yeah, like July one, um, 2023. We'll have been six full years here in the Buckeye State. And that's that's goofy, man. It is Bonkers. goofy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> so yeah, and then hopefully not much longer than that, so I can graduate and get out of here. Well, well, or and again, not that I'm like necessarily hating on Ohio, uh, but yeah, at least just like do the next thing, whatever the next thing is. Um, yeah. But also, as I'm doing the next thing, continue to do this thing because this has been. 
uh, a whole bunch of joy and brightness in my life. And I mean, a little bit later on, we'll, we'll be coming up on our third year anniversary. So, so yeah, like half of my time here in Ohio, I've also been doing the Two Wizards podcast, which is where we are, where you are, listener, where Mark and I are right now in our Wizards Towers, uh, coming together once more to, to, to get wizardy, to get goofy and funny. Uh, we read some Conan last week. Yep. Maybe Conan on a pirate adventure, maybe kind of sort of relate to what we're going to talk about now. Uh, but before we go on that route tonight and, and sail those seas, hi, my name is Josh and I'm a wizard. And my name is Mark and I'm a wizard. And yeah, we're back. We're here. We are continuing. June is shaping up to be a piratey month, I think. And I'm, Oh, I love it. I'm all yeah. right with it. Um, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I guess before we bury the lead too much, though, we got... Standing business, Josh. I gave you specific instructions for your well, specifically loose instructions for your Wizards right. Cup tonight. How yeah, did you very, make out? You were texting me, and you were kind of yeah. like, "I am nervous." What do you yeah. have, buddy? I, yeah, well, so, I'm worried about so, you. Like you told me that you were batching it this weekend, and now I'm like, "Oh my god, Tompkins, can you operate a phone?" Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I believe the directions, the su- suggestion that I was given. Uh, verbatim was uh, uh, something shit kicking. <laughs> yeah, and man, that just opens up so many things. And, and yes, usually it is the Mrs. Wizard who goes off and does these things, but she's out of the house, and so I had to fend for myself. And man, you want to talk about staring into abysses and like, kind <laughs> of like being in awe, but also fear at like just the raw potential before me. Um, yeah, I. Mark, I was, I was so kind of scared at first because as soon as I walk into the beverage kind of section there at local grocery store, this is the first time I'd seen it, and I almost just pulled the trigger right there and then. Uh, but apparently, there is now a uh, hard Mountain Dew. Oh no! Yeah, there's Mountain Dew in. With like booze and 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 I was I was like oh god is this it I don't know man I feel scared I don't know if I want to do this and I I, I kind of went back and forth but it was like a twelve pack and that was the other thing is like well shit I'm gonna drink like maybe three mm-hmm. of these but yeah, then have nine more an investment and, yeah and and then the Mrs Wizard will come back home and see those in the fridge and be like Josh what the hell is this it's like no I can explain <laughs> <laughs> who was here it was yeah it was here <laughs> so but so I was like well let me do a couple laps. Uh, I saw some steel reserve, and that was the other one. I was like, "Oh God, is this going to be? This Ooh, is going to be boy. the steel reserve?" But then I saw. So this is again trying like trying to fulfill my duty as a wizard and do the things and report back on them so others don't have to. But also still realize like, no, I got to be productive tomorrow. Um, sort of in in a similar vein as steel reserve, I found some ice house. Um, oh man. And I got oh man okay yeah. uh, ice brewed for a bolder taste that makes zero sense. <laughs> mm. Listeners, go back to our homebrewing episode and you'll understand. Like at no point does ice come into the brewing process unless you're trying to chill, like crash chill your worth. But apparently it's and and I got I got two twenty four ounce ice houses for a dollar twenty nine each. <laughs> wow. And so that to me said shit kicking, about on the par is still reserve, about on par is hard Mountain Dew. 
So that's the kind of night that I have. Uh, oh my God, Josh, you to. are wow! It's I'm yeah. glad I'm I'm glad I'm presenting this one tonight because you're gonna get <laughs> housed. Shit, that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, that I'm was excited. my adventure. That was my ad- adventures in wizard cupping. But uh, <laughs> what about that's, you, man? Wow, that's crazy. I had a similar odyssey. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember um, Mississippi mud. It was oh, yeah. a black and tan. Mm-hmm. It came in a jug. It had an alligator on it. I drank mm-hmm. the shit out of them in college. And up until like literally this week, Alamosa was full of them. And now today when I tried to like go get my cup, they're gone. They're, they're nowhere. Gone. I went to all three liquor stores in town. Not oh, here. Shit. Yeah. That's I don't know what happened. Um, and then I went back and forth and I was like, well, shit, I got to get something. So I was going to buy a uh, Colt 45. Cause we're talking about getting shit kickery. See, I was, um, yeah, I, man. I was and I, that too. Yeah. Cause I was going to, I was thinking about doing just like straight forties. Cause I remember my shit kickery pass getting into some mischief with some forties. <laughs> so, you know, just, you know, some good old boys not doing no harm. Um, but I couldn't find that either. So I, then I was reminded uh, a couple years ago, my sister-in-law came down with her husband and she said, don't worry guys, I'm going to bring the beer. And they okay. live out in Iowa. And, um, lo and behold, what did she grab? That's right, Josh. She grabbed a 30 rack of Bush because, oh, because they had yeah. brought that with them when they were rafting down the river that day. And I missed out because I had to work, of course, because that was when I was a produce wizard and mm-hmm. I don't get to have fun. <laughs> but they had, she brought a 30 rack of bush light and they were just like getting housed on that on the river. Oh and yeah. We're going to be river pirates tonight, <laughs> but I can't drink bush light because that's a fucking abomination. So instead I got bush just straight okay. bush. Yeah. But I got it in 16 ounce tall boys. So, Oh, let's go, man. No. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was like, yeah, this, this could very easily be like a keystone territory. This could very easily be. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad we sort of landed on a similar we 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 found ourselves um, arriving in into port and uh, chartered on the same schooner that's going to go off on all sorts of misadventures. Uh, so with that, buddy, here's uh, Bush and Ice House. Here's on. Cheers, you. good buddy. Oh boy, I oh, heard boy. that. I heard that come out. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor boy. Let's go. You can really oh you, you, you can really taste the ice. Um <laughs> when they say ice, is it ice like frozen water or crystal meth? Is that the That's a that's a great question. That's a great question. Is it like probably... ice house or is it an ice house? I, I, I should have yeah, I, I should have read the label before I went in on this um dollar twenty nine twenty four ounce can of <laughs> It's crystal meth in a can. It's crystal meth in a can. (laughs) But no, I I love the fact that it could, right, because it is just like cheap, horrible things that you really only drink them for one purpose, and that's to go off and to get into mischief. So Mark, with that, I'll, I'll establish now, what are we talking about tonight? Tonight we are talking about piracy in America, but more specifically, because this is going to be a multi-part mm-hmm. series that will be continued later on. Uh, tonight, we're just going to talk about river pirates, piracy on the rivers Ooh, of America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah, Let's go, I, man. I, well, because not only did we uh, talk about, like, 
Conan, Queen of the Black Coast, b- being a pirate and having rum there. But I, 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 that was also something that I think was latent uh, in our in like both of our consciences. Like, yeah, we haven't really done pirate stuff. We need to like throw the helm hard to starboard uh, and just go crazy on pirates. And so I'm very grateful. Um, I I know you're taking charge of this week's episode. Maybe I'll do some more pirate stuff later on. Uh, but uh, arg, matey, it's time for <laughs> us two wizards to maybe be two pirate wizards now. <laughs> <laughs> two pirates. Two, two pirates. <laughs> Piracy is a deep topic, and I'm sorry mm-hmm. that was a bad joke. I didn't even mean that one. <laughs> it's super deep. It's super broad. But tonight, like I said, we're focusing inward on the like the rivers of America. Right. Um, what we're talking about tonight is kind of cool. It's localized really just in one little section of history. Oh, Josh died. God damn it, Mark. I'm sorry. I did it again. Hey, buddy. <laughs> sorry, I did it again. <laughs> trying to do the You're... volume. You're Fuck. Good, dude. Okay. It Sorry. sounded like you fell and there was just a crash. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, that ice house is strong. That ice house is already took three sips and he's on the floor. Um, Quincy, go. <laughs> Quincy, go. Quincy, call. Quincy, what's the number for 911? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry, sorry. No, you're not good. at all, dude. You're, you're good. Um, our focus tonight is the North American continent, Durr. Pirates in America. Um, mm-hmm. But during America as we know it in its infancy, like the country's infancy, this is pre- and post-Revolutionary War, mm-hmm. and then up until the Civil War. Gotcha. And really quick for some context, America is not the land of the free and the home of the brave that it is today. Instead, it's kind of bound together by a loose confederation of trade. The idea of fuck that guy over there, in this case mostly <laughs> England, because yeah. that's what it was a lot of, is hey, fuck that guy over there, we're getting together. Yeah. Um, it was dealing with a barely stable functioning like government trying to hold the 13 colonies together. There's arguments about states' rights and popular sovereignty versus a weird combination this like gung-ho pioneering spirit with also this weird contentment to be ignorant children of the soil while you're free to pursue a life of religious fulfillment while bashing yeah. other people over the head with that religious fulfillment. What I'm saying is America then is literally America now, but we have Disney+. Plus. That's the only yeah. <laughs> that's Yeah, yeah. that's exactly it. That's exactly it. <laughs> um, the continent was already pretty firmly held by the Spanish and the French, but mostly the Spanish. The Spanish Empire took up a ton of Damn, America man. at this time, mm-hmm. um, starting with their religious victory over the Aztec Empire in the 1400s. Uh, the Spanish mm-hmm. Empire stretched west, all the way up west into the east co- or into the west coast, into Oregon, which they took from Russia. Which again, just this is so old. This is a different America than like America yeah. ever was. Like. Right. Right, right. This ain't your daddy's history book. I guess it yeah. is, kind of, because, well, we'll get into it in a sec. <laughs> um, France owned a bulk of what we learned in school would become the Louisiana Purchase, and mm-hmm. they were also firmly entrenched in Canada. Alongside the English, the two empires had just kind of finished, like, they were in the middle of slash finishing out one proxy war or another, this one in the form of the French-Indian War, and that was, you know, fought for control of economic bullshit, and they literally made innocent people and natives do their bidding and it was bullshit um america as we know it the america fuck yeah well that was just the 13 colonies and it's just tonight it's this tiny chunk of them and sort of where you are in the great lakes region of the midwest 
all yeah. the way out to Illinois. Josh, we're so old back in time in this history that America stops with Illinois. Like, yeah, yeah. It's madness. No, this is before the Lewis and Clark expedition. Like, mm-hmm. it took me a minute to, like, kind of stop and, like, because I've got a bit in here and it gets hacky. And I'm like, Josh, have you driven over the Mississippi River? I know you have. <laughs> you went, you had to, to get to where you're at. Like, you're right. on the Ohio. You've talked about the Ohio River, but, like, mm-hmm. This Ohio River, this Mississippi River, it's the same place, but it is literally different worlds. And it, I had to stop and pause with that tonight. I also think this is a period of our, of our history that is pretty woefully uh, uh, underdeveloped and, and uh, uh, undervalued in our public school system. Like, so much of what American history is, it's just like hammered is like civil war, world war two, civil war, mm-hmm. world war two. And yeah, of course that's important, but yeah, like so much of the kind of colonial and, uh, uh, early, early founding of our country just gets kind of glossed over. And I think that's a real shame. Cause there's some, there's some goddamn cool stuff that yeah. I, I just would. So, and, and, and not, and not just in, uh, education, but like, I'd love to see more, so like okay yeah sure there there's a patriot and that was what like twenty years ago um, yeah but uh, but then yeah like how many like we need more like movies and like video games kind of set in that area that that'd be that'd be so stinking cool and I don't know hopefully that that time period gets its like do do justice yeah it's it's cool and I know I know how problematic like American frontier history is but like at the same time too Johnny and I but talked like on Dangle is. podcast yeah, well yeah but Do- Johnny and I talked this week on Dangle podcast about um it was the Harlotown deal and it's like oh well, yeah. Hank wants to suppress the idea that Arlen was founded by hookers and it's like dude that's literally what history is is mm-hmm. HP Lovecraft is the truest writer in the world because he talks about I read a book and I was horrified yeah that's exactly what it is mm-hmm. so we're gonna get horrified tonight. And also, I don't know if you knew this, let's talk about the people that were here before the white people that were here. Um, There's still Native American tribes in all of this area. Um, There's about 600,000. This was a decline from the pre-contact numbers, which were estimated between 1 and 10 million. We're not really sure. Um, But we know that we then whittled down that 600,000 to about 237,000. I got those numbers off of fmprc.gov.canada. That's their um, indigenous people like resource. Okay. That's or the, for their uh, genocides. Um, what I couldn't find though, other than hey, white man bad. Apparently, there's no such thing as Native American river pirates. I'm really sorry, guys. I oh, was man. so jazzed up to get into this and like anything. I would have taken anything. I would have taken like a settler account of how the those godless savages came in and harried us from canoe, anything, anything at all. But you know, just nothing. Yeah. It doesn't seem like canoe based hit and run warfare was what they're in. Maybe I'm sure, but like, I, yeah, whatever. yeah, it could Sorry. be. Yeah. Well, well, that's just, a, it, it, maybe there is something like that, but just, uh, that has not made it into the hi- historical record for whatever reason. So yeah, again, it, let's, let's, okay. So then let's do that. Let's, let's make a, uh, Netflix, series about native american river pirates and we're hell yeah we'll we'll consult we'll consult i don't know somebody on that (laughs) um it's all right because this gives us an opportunity to be american history textbook and just pretend that they were all cool with whitey showing up so it's all right that's what we're gonna do also got to point out that slavery was still one thousand percent okay right well um yeah we'll we'll get into slave pirates a little bit when we do swamp pirates we're gonna get into slave pirates it's 
It is Hell awesome. Yeah, it's not awesome. It's terrible, but it's like, but, holy shit. Like, but also, you want to yeah. talk about, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, by the late 1700s, the American rivers were literally open territory. The Spanish mm-hmm. couldn't really do anything about them. It's also the logistics of you can't, how do you get up and down a river without power? You can't, you can yeah. row, right? But like, mm-hmm. it's just a thing that doesn't exist. So like the Spanish don't patrol them. The American colonies can't do anything with them. And the French right. are more focused on Louisiana. They don't really mess with the river so much. They're more worried about the Spanish. Then in 1803, right. America bought all that land Louisiana purchased from France. And this is the beginning of Manifest Destiny. And so suddenly the river is like, it's American, Josh. The Amer- this yeah. river is now an American river. And, oh, hey, do you hear that? That's that's right, Josh. It's Mark's one true love boat pulling into port. I get to talk about fluvial geomorphology. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> but first to drink a beer because I've been talking a lot. I'm going to yeah, talk no, a lot enough. this episode, buddy. I'm sorry. No, it's that is that is quite all right. I will be I will be first mate. To your to your captaining of this of this episode here, I'd like to give my first mates an informal nickname though, so I will be calling you Mister Wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> what I, a man! I'd, I'd follow him to hell and back. <laughs> <laughs> the Mississippi River, Josh, it runs out of Lake Itzica in Minnesota from into the Gulf of Mexico. It is over two thousand three hundred forty-eight miles long. Its tributaries span across 32 states, running through Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, Illinois, Missouri, Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, Louisiana, and oh yeah, Mississippi. Its name is taken from the Ojibwa word Mississippi, or the Great River. Way to go, guys. I, yeah. On the nose. I just, okay, you know what? I'm calling out natives sometimes. Just like, anything else. Just, why is it always got to be the big river? Like... <laughs> Pick anything. There's also well, other there, words, there like, because like, the... there's also, like, oh, yeah, no, that's, like, antelope rock. Why do you call it that? Oh, that's where antelope descended from the sky and gave us the power of fire. Oh, right. fuck, that's well, cool. What do yeah. you call this? Big river. Fuck you. <laughs> well, but but it's also, like, in the mountains uh, episode, where, like, just about every mountain on the Seven Summits list, in it's, like, like, what the natives called it was some variation of, like, big mountain, white mountain, big white mountain. It's, like... You're yeah. not wrong. You're just not very creative. <laughs> they pay attention in class, but they don't participate. Like. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, the river itself was shaped by a recession in the Laurentide ice sheet. Drink, because you know how horned oh, up they get for that stupid ice sheet. Hell yeah. Um, it deposited hundreds and hundreds of feet of sediment, which created the Mississippi Valley. Over time, water passes through. This takes the path of least resistance. And over a couple hundred thousand years, bam, you got a big old swinging dick of a river. Um, yeah. The average depth of this river is 30 feet. That's as deep as my apartment. Yeah. I hate that, but I hate that its deepest runs at 200 feet. Josh, 200 oh, God. goddamn feet deep. Oh. That is the, that is disgusting. I hate that. Yeah. I, oh. What horror lies in the rivers? Don't worry, kids. River Monsters is coming, too. Um <laughs> At its widest point, at Winnebag, oh here I wrote it out phonetically, Winnebagoshin, I don't know, some lake yeah. in somewhere, some goddamn yeah. lake. It's eleven miles across, eleven <laughs> miles oh wide. <laughs> I understand it's coming out of a lake and a tributary. I don't care. It's eleven miles. Yeah, it's still a um, the la- the largest main shipping lanes are about two miles wide. Okay, that sounds and two miles of just open water. 
Um, and then, and you know, pre-contact times, the Mound Builder Society flourished along it as early as the 700s. We don't really know a lot. We just know, because it's the, the Cuyahoga settlement, and it kind of gets glossed over a lot because we talk about how it was like a lost civilization, and no, it wasn't. You guys are just not talking about, you know, it's it's bad it's bad um, anthropology from the 1800s. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. The Ohio River isn't as cool. It runs 981 miles west to south, starting from western Pennsylvania and then going into the Mississippi. Um, this is the Mississippi River's largest tributary. The Ohio River runs through six states, and it is drinking water for over five million people. It's Whew. yeah, right. Yeah. Um, its name is a Seneca word coming uh, meaning Oh Ohio yeah, or the Good River. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, it has an average depth of 24 feet, but can get as deep as 124 feet. Still pretty gross. Still pretty goddamn yeah. gross. Yeah. Um, you think and at it. its widest, it's about a mile wide. It's not as big across. It's a smaller guy, but it's a still super important. The entire Mississippian culture used it as a trade route for a couple thousand years, and that included Osage, Omaha, Ponca, and Kaw Indians. They all mm. lived up in the valley until the 17th century when the fur trade got into it. Okay. All right. Um, in addition to being drinking water for five million people, it is also the most polluted river in the world. <laughs> and yeah, that includes the Ganges in India. I was shocked I was, to find out that, that it was, was worse than the Ganges. I was just gonna ask, like, I mean, but then again, also, yeah, kind of, kind of sounds about right. Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Real quick, I just want to tag you in. You have you seen these things? Have you? I drove over the Mississippi one time, mm-hmm. going somewhere to see some family, and it was like, it was twenty minutes. It was like ten minutes, of like driving on a bridge at like thirty miles an hour. It was a trip, like to cross it. Um, yes, but I'm sure you see this a lot more, just like man on the street. Uh, well, well, yes. So uh, as you mentioned, when uh, the Mrs. Wizard and I came out here, um, that six years ago. Uh, yeah, we crossed the uh, Mississippi, and I think it was somewhere around St. Louis, because um, we were on uh, I seventy. Um, and there's like a couple way, there's a couple routes to kind of like go around it, uh, whatever. Uh, but yeah, it was it was well, and and even before that, um, I have an aunt and an uncle uh, who live in. They were variously in Tennessee and then Kentucky. Um, and, and, and yeah, we would drive out to see them um, a couple of times. And so, yes, I would say, ooh, I don't know, maybe like back and forth uh, both ways. I'd say maybe like a dozen times or so crossing the Mississippi River. And it is each time. It's just like, this is a lot of damn water. But yeah, it does. It does sort of, it 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 gives you an appreciation and a respect for like, Okay, yeah, this is this is wild. This is this is actually just wild. Yeah, it's and again, just the, like the volume of water. I wasn't going to talk about like, you know, discharge volumes and shit, but like just, yeah, the volume, just the volume is wild yeah, and it's just it's yeah. there and it's been it's been going. Like mm-hmm. civilizations rose and fell around these goddamn rivers. <laughs> like right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of civilizations, do you know what expansion I can't get on my goddamn PS4? That's right, the pirate expansion. We're going to talk about pirates now! That was a bad segue. <laughs> Listeners, if you can tell me how I can play the goddamn pirate game on Civ Six, I can't. I don't know what's going on. I got, I've got it. I own huh. it. I can't play it. I don't know. 
Something about it has to be multiplayer, but I spit up a multiplayer. It doesn't let me do it. I don't know. Anyway, typical pirate ships, Josh. This isn't your ocean. This is a river. You've seen this river. At the at, when it gets mad, I'm sure it gets kind of choppy. Yeah, like our, we we went out and one summer we were in Illinois and we fished on. I want to say it was the Missouri River. I don't know. In Illinois, we're on Illinois, but it was a big river, big enough you could launch a boat out into it and like. A storm whipped up, and it got pretty dicey on the river. So, sure, it gets a little rugged, but by and large, the river isn't an ocean. You're not going to be able to run a ship the way that you would. Right. Um, so typical pirate ships out on the open sea would usually be a, something called a sloop. These were small, quick warships that had two to three high square sails, and they could be modified by their captains. Like, some ran heavier on, like, guns, some had more sails so they could move quicker, shit like this. It was whatever, it was, you, really, it was like the, um, oh, it was, a, it was a Honda Civic. You could just mod the hell out of You're it. Right, yeah. Be cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a great way, that's a great way to, to think about it, yeah. <laughs> um, but we're out on a river, a river which... It's just it's a it's a fucking river. It's slow. It's a lazy river and a bulk of it, especially at this time, is you just go down the river because no one has time to row up a river. That's a pain in the ass. So mm. most of the ships on the river at this time are like rafts or like log barges or thing called longboats. These are the fat or flatboats, sorry, flatboats. These are the fastest, slowest things on top of the water. Um <laughs> They're obnoxious. They're, yeah. I hate them. I hate. I hate this part because it's so fucking boring. Uh, this is like history teacher Mark. We're ready to talk about fucking produce shipping in the 1790s, kids. Good. Buckle up. These boats were 20 feet wide, but they could be up to 100 feet long, and there would be a cabin, like a literal shack, built onto it that would act as like the the captain's quarters, right? Mm-hmm. But these are also super basic and rudimentary. They would be built by farmers to ship produce down the river into Louisiana, where they could be taken out into, you know, exported through ports that way. Then they would walk back home upriver. It would take about three months to get back home on foot. Um, just writing this episode really made me appreciate the world we fucking live in today. <laughs> yeah, I just, oh my god. Yeah, I. Um, uh, th- yeah. Th- there was another. There was another. Um, I don't know if there's like a YouTube video or something like that. Um, the, the, but we're right. Also talking about, yeah, just just the again the the underappreciated role that the Mississippi River specifically uh, played in like how did the the USA become like a global powerhouse? Uh, one of the reasons was yeah, like so there's like the Great Plains, the breadbasket of America. But it's often like the literal goddamn center of the nation. And so how mm-hmm. are you going to move? How, how are you going to move all this grain and corn and whatever? Well, hey, look at this. There's a big, dumbass, lazy river where you just build a big, dumbass barge. And you just kind of like float it all down. And it costs next to nothing to get all of your stuff out. And then you can export it. Then it goes to uh, the port city of New Orleans. And then gets gets sold from there. So yeah, like... Maybe we do just need to go off on like produce transportation in the like <laughs> antebellum period. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, like uh, yeah, it, it's amazing. Just that prospect, and they would do this yearly. This is a thing. Like that was yeah. part of harvest. Like, and yeah. then you would spend three months walking back home, and 
I just, okay, so, like, you know, I don't know if you've ever watched, like, Ice Road Truckers. That's one that sticks oh, out yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. 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 And it always kind of shows where the guys are, and sometimes, like, they're trying to race each other. To, one of them's got to get the load in before. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Right, yeah. yeah whatever whatever drama manufactured have, drama you got here. But exactly. the point is, you're so you're on a river, and you're floating. Let's say that I hate, that me, old man Jonesy, really hates old Mick Streeter, right? Mm-hmm. And we both you know, launch our flat boats the same day. And if we're on the same path and we both hate each other and we've hated each other for fucking years, not only do we need to float down this motherfucking river together for what I think is like eight weeks, I think at at its best, like best Mm -hmm. conditions is an eight week trip. Then we get to take three months walking back together because quite frankly, we're all the humanity that we got. Like, (laughs) It's a, it's a different time, man. Like I said, this is is a, this is a totally different world. Different world. Yeah. (laughs) Um, around 1810 steamships started popping up on rivers. This is, you know, steam driven or, you know, steam propelled ships. Right. So Mm -hmm. almost into paddle boats, not quite. Um, but this allowed us to do this really crazy, huge thing that was go upriver. We can now go upstream. Mm -hmm. This gave way to powered boats that represented a new type of skilled worker. You couldn't just float down the river on your boat and then, you know, walk back up. This was different now. So it's a skilled class of worker. And then these workers formed the first crews called agent boatmen. And then this is a tradition that would kind of evolve into what we have now today with like the river or not today, but you know what you think about with like river paddle boats and gaming boats Mm -hmm. and like, Hey, we're going to go gamble. On a riverboat, Josh. We're going to take us a riverboat gambling tour. I lost my job. I'm going to be there in July. You and me are floating down the mighty Mississippi. We're going gambling. Yeah, going gambling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and actually... So, so you know, also, that's, I guess, one form of river piracy if we don't think about it too hard. Yeah, no, truly. Well, and, and, and also, while I'm reminded of this, uh, back in January, there was, a, there was an academic conference um, that I attended, the Society for Classical Studies their yearly uh, conference and that was held in new orleans um and so i oh, yeah. had never and so i had never really been there the mrs wizard hadn't really been there so uh she actually joined me out there and that was that was on that was also something we did we had a little cute date night and we got on a little paddle boat that had dinner and in uh, a jazz band and we went up we, we, we went up i don't know a couple miles then turned around and came back in the middle of january <laughs> oh <laughs> outside. jesus outside um, but, but it was, it was like, just even like seeing, like, even like as sort of a rinky dink touristy thing as that was, uh, yeah, like it still takes a lot of damn skill to like pilot one of those things and like navigate. Cause yeah, even going out at seven o'clock at night or whenever it was, there was still other like traffic there on the river. And so you gotta, you gotta work your way around that. You gotta guide it in like back to back to uh the 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 pier or what have you so yeah Mm -hmm. to make that that this actually became like a technical skilled job as opposed to just camping on a barge for two months as your corn floats down yeah that makes total sense yeah yeah just you know it's the it's again it's like the it's the way that a nation changes with technology like it's it's amazing Yep. Civilizations have uncovered new technology. Like, God damn it, I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop. I, <laughs> I actually the whole time, all this week when I wrote this, I just been playing Red Dead. So I'm in this oh, real 1800s. Yeah, that's a good one. I know it's that's like the wrong end of that 
era, but whatever. I'm still but into still it. But still close enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, close, and that's... Yeah, I'm running around the swamp, so it's all good. Like, Yeah. And that's honestly, that's something that I think the Civ series ha- has... I mean, granted, I've, I've, I've only played five and six, so who knows, maybe in some of the earlier ones. But yeah, like, river transportation, I think, has been woefully underdeveloped in the Civ series. Here, here. Because, like... Here, like because like, and I know this is like going way, way before what we're talking about, but like the pirate, uh, the the yeah, like the pirates that were the Vikings and their long ships. Like mm-hmm. one of the reasons why those were so deadly was because they could sail those sons of bitches up rivers, and like you, you think you're good and safe twenty miles inland, and you have your fresh water. No, J.K. Knock knock. Who's here? The Vikings. Um. So yeah, hope they're they're. They have announced that they're working on Civ Seven. Maybe Civ Seven will give like proper river f- ferrying or whatever. It's it's uh it's well, and so many civilizations are predicated on rivers, like Egypt, yeah. Netherlands, like yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but then, no, anyway. uh, yeah, no, you're good. I lest we get into Civ Six yeah. Part Three. Um, yeah. also, also be forewarned, we're gonna do a European river pirates. It got. It got really weird. That's why I had to focus on America. I had to like take a hard shift. I had to take okay. like three hard shifts this week. Just like it's weird. There's so much cool shit. Like, oh my god. <laughs> anyway, um, hey, but we're here talking about cool shit. We should talk about the coolest shit, right? That's yeah. That's pirates. That's what we're here to that's do. Pirates. Um, go ahead and just like take a drink really quick, Josh. This is like to help you cope with this. I'm gonna take one. Okay, here Cheers, go. buddy. Cheers, buddy. River pirates fucking suck, all right? <laughs> I'm just going to say it. They fucking suck. Now, when I started this, I was really hoping for cool, like, honestly, I wanted Disney Pirates of the Caribbean bullshit, right. but on the Mississippi River. Yeah. I, I wanted the the thrilling, engaging chases, ship-to-ship combat with cannons, fucking, like, grappling hooks over gun walls. Like, oh, shit, is that a grenade? Oh, you're goddamn right. We all got flashbanged. <laughs> like, there's fucking Blackbeard walking the deck, just executing people. Like, live, live, die. Like, that's what I wanted. Yeah. That's not how river pirates in America <laughs> do it. That's... Yeah, dang it. <laughs> My Yaya would say, wish in one hand, shit in the other, and see what gets full first. But it's okay, because instead of me burying the lead into boredom, it gets me the chance to go ahead and blow off on, or, you know, blow the dust off our dice. And I get to say the role of a wizard voodoo god king, and you're my fucking helpless prisoner, and we're going to play River Pirate Survival Adventure! <laughs> let's go, let's go. <laughs> now, before we get into our tabletop shenanigans um <laughs> how's that um well, you're drinking steel reserve right no 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 i i am not i i oh. have the ice house um ice house i'm sorry yeah. i'm sorry where did i get okay okay well well good because i mentioned I, that's better but worse i'm not sure i i right. guess i thought you said you had picked up a steel but i was i was kind of tempted to but then i realized that no that, that'd be a horrible idea so yeah so i'm yeah. I'm I'm still working. I'm I'm just about done with my first 24 ounce, uh, but I have a whole other 24 ounce on standby. Um, Hell but, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um I mixed it up. Um, I don't know if it counts as River Pirate, but it's an Eddie Line um River Runner IPA. <laughs> River's in the name, and there's people on her yeah. like kayaks. So I'm gonna say it count. I just can't. Absolutely. I'm drinking that bush, and like it is like hurting me. It's like I feel it like 
I just, just because we can doesn't mean we should, you know? Yes, I'm also very much a proponent of that as well. Uh, (laughs) Just because I could have purchased spiked Mountain Dew does does, does not mean I should. (laughs) Um, When I find that, though... I'm going to, I'm going to let you know. And that is what we were doing. We have okay, like a yeah. Uh, mandate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. You, uh, you ready to play? Yeah. Uh, yes. I, I love it. Well, and, and honestly, this is, uh, I mean, man, this is like some callback here. This is like a callback to like our, like one of our first, like, uh, wrapping up ooky spooky bullshit October months. Mark's, um, yeah. Mark's uh, spooky Halloween adventure. Yeah. Spooky Halloween adventure. This was, uh, um, our uh, cryptid Olympics where we kind of spec'd out our teams and did like, so yeah, it, it's also been, it's been a spell uh, since we've, yeah. since we've done some uh, pod podcast top RPG P PTRPG. I guess that's what we're, this is. Um, yes. Yeah. No, yes. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So your character is, you're a farmer named old McStreeter. Right. Um, you have basic stats. It doesn't matter what your stats are because I'm just going to, I'm using a two, I'm using a two E rules here. So I'm just having you roll your thing and I'm telling you okay. if it lines up with the scores or not. Cause there's a little bit of math involved, okay. but it's all right. Um, so future Mark cue that sweet river ambiance. Thank you. Here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. I'm a dungeon master. So there you are, old McStreeter, floating a year's worth of goods down the river. This is the same path that your daddy floated, that his daddy floated too. But you aren't the only floating raft shed on this here river. Oh no, adventurer. You realize this new floating raft shed is slowly gaining on you. Roll a perception check, Josh. Okay, uh, I'm rolling, rolling now. I got a five. Five. Not very good. Papa nope. Streeter didn't raise you to look at things, but that's okay. My God, those might be oars or a push pole coming out of the back of the oncoming river floating shed raft of terror. What do you do, Josh? Uh, I I um, stand by the by the uh, edge of my barge, uh, and I and I call out, "Hello there." Roll a charisma check. Okay, rolling a charisma check. Here's another 20. Roll it. I got a six. God damn, I'm They didn't sucking. hear you. I'm sucking. That's okay, because it's getting closer. They're, you're about to make some new friends, Josh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Here we go. It's getting a lot closer. Roll another perception check. Okay, rolling another perception check. Ah, Jesus, I got another six. I'm sucking. <laughs> you are, and that's okay. Because it doesn't take good perception to see the gigantic five foot eight pilgrim standing above you on the other boat. And he's looking down at you with glaring red eyes. Boy, <laughs> emphasis on the grim, Josh. Hmm. Yeah. That mm. boat is getting real close, buddy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The pilgrim is... You, you've been boarded. It's a light bump. Oh, God. Docking is complete. Uh-oh. 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 Here, we Here we go. He lightly hops aboard. Uh, he's ro- he's carrying an axe. What do you do, Josh? What do you do? Uh, I I I grab my own um, uh, axe that I use to to chop off the ropes whenever I'm, I'm tied down. So I grab my little hatchet too. All right. Uh, roll a strength check. Oh man, and this is my worst stat. Strength. Roll it. Oh, but I got a twenty. I got a natural twenty. Let's go. <laughs> 
As the Pilgrim descends upon you, hulking at 5'8", 135 pounds. Remember, this is 1700s. Yeah. People were smaller back then. He descends upon you with the full force, but you're just a bit quicker. You pick up your daddy's hatchet, and in hit, you hear him going, Swing away there, young Streeter. And you swing away, and in one fell swoop, you cleft the Pilgrim's head from his shoulders. Oh my god, what has happened? You might win the day. You hear a crack. That's right, Josh. They had a musket and they shot you in the fucking head. Oh, god damn it. My, you weren't my... supposed to roll the 20. <laughs> it's alright, though, because this is a musket shot in 1700. I can't do that voice anymore. It hurts my throat. It's okay. It's okay. I'm invoking was... Ancient Simpsons Law. We get to kill a character if it hurts my voice. <laughs> also, on the one hand, I'm super proud that I rolled a 20, but I also realized that this totally screwed up here. And I... You, Not you, at all. You you better believe I'm taking a, a screenshot of this too, so we can we can we can post it. <laughs> listeners, listeners, real quick, here we go. Um, Josh's rolls thus far: five, six, six, twenty. Just <laughs> 20. it's amazing. Who could have seen it? It's incredible. <laughs> you are winged in the head by the ball of a musket. You're not gonna die. It's okay. This is 1700. You'll die from the gangrene. Right. But it hits you really hard, and you go into the water. And as you feel, you feel your head filling up with river water, because, oh shit, there is a hole in your head. Yeah. You start to bleed out, and you get to watch your boat be sailed away by some shit kickers, sans one angry-looking pilgrim, and you're going to float down the river together. Your body's going to follow, follow for a little while. Dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> Scenario two. <laughs> Oh, so man. there you are, young mixed reader, floating your year's worth of goods down the river. This is the same path that your daddy floated, and likely his daddy too. But goddammit, Josh, you're one of them big city types. You've seen the pictures of the lights of Boston, and you can't read, but you imagine it's pretty nice. Yeah. And you know that you're destined for bigger and better. Well, I'm sorry, buddy, but bigger and better didn't happen. Instead, Papa McStreeter came down with a case of Illinois fever, or malaria which he had had pretty much every year up until that year until he got kicked in the head by the mule and that's what killed him. <laughs> As you sit on the deck of your flat boat, you realize you have no goddamn idea where you are. Mm. And holy shit, is that a fork in the river? Josh, just for fun, roll a perception check. Oh god, okay, here we go. Rolling it. Uh, seven, also not good. <laughs> Head in the clouds, buddy. There's a fork in the river. What are you gonna do? You don't know what you're gonna do. Um, you got a pole. Maybe you got a pole. Um, oh shit, here we go. But just before the fork, um, it looks like there might be a large sandbar. Yeah, okay. son of okay. a bitch, Josh, look at there. There's a sandbar, and it's got like a ramshackle looking house and a dock on it. There's okay, a fire nice. going. You can smell. You realize you can smell people cooking something. Something's, somebody's cooking something. Okay, Is nice. that? Is that fiddle music you hear? Son I... of a bitch, that sounds like the, the main theme for America from Civ 6. Harsh times come no more, no more. I'll be goddamned. <laughs> Josh, you're yep. on a... You found a little island. This is literally your, like, bridge... Well, not bridge over troubled waters, but you know any port yeah. of storm. Yeah, this is my island within troubled waters. <laughs> yeah, you might just be okay. Um, Roll a strength check. You got a pole. See if you can, like, maybe... You okay, know, here we go. Horn into this like right, right, right. sandbar. Oh my god, a two. Oh my god. Your boat lazily drifts into the ramshackle dock. 
Okay. Maybe, but like, but but, but but because I like couldn't steer, like I like I lose a bunch of grain too. I, oh god damn it! Shit. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know what? Yeah, you hit it so hard. Ah, oh, shit. There goes four hundred pounds of kale. Way to go, bud. God damn it! <laughs> you lost one bale of hemp, but it was the wrong kind of hemp, if you take my meaning. <laughs> You're gonna sell that to the jazz quarter. <laughs> jazz quarter. Once I get to <laughs> Nolans. <laughs> um. As you walk up the ramshackle dock, you do see the fire. You smell the thing cooking. You or the, you see you see the fire. You smell what they're cooking. Oh my god, it smells amazing. There's some houses. It's like a little lean-to on this island, and there's some guys sitting around the fire and they're waving enthusiastically to you and they 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 greet you and hey Josh, crazy idea here. Maybe one of these guys could help you with your uh, fork in the river dilemma, you think? Yeah, I mean, if, if they live on this island, surely they have to know what goes where. I mean, that only makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah, one would hope what goes where. <laughs> Roll a charisma check, Josh. Actually, first, greet nope. the pirate. Greet, okay. greet the gentlemen uh, around the fire. They're not pirates yet. You don't have their fucking yeah, pirates yet. Yeah, greet the yeah, gentlemen know, around the fire. Uh, evening, fellas. Uh... Hope you don't mind that I crashed my barge into your dock there. Um, I'll I'll give you half a ham as a payment, but uh, howdy. Who who might you be? You see a lean, rangy-looking gentleman, and he says, "Bonjour. I am B. French Randy." <laughs> don't worry about the dock. It was a piece of shit anyway. What are you doing out here, buddy? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, uh, my, my pappy died, and so it's up to me now to, to float our, uh, our harvest down to, down to the port there in New Orleans, but, but, fellas, I, I got kind of turned around here. This is my first time coming down on the trip, and, uh, I see the river goes left or it goes right, so which one will take me into port? Oh, tabernag, not knowing which way to go, eh? No, big French Randy can help you, my friend, No. I will show you the way to go, and for not too much money at all. But in the meantime, my friend, you look hungry. And these rolling gentle rapids can only get, you know, rolling or gentler. Sit by the fire. Have some catfish, my friend. Uh, well, actually, yes, I, I, I am rather uh, hungry. Um, and I would love to, yeah, sit, sit down to dinner with, with, with you and your compatriots here. Um, and let me add, let me add some, uh, some, uh, a couple ears of corn to the to the dinner fire as well. We can roast these up along with that catfish. Oh, good friends are sort to be had around corn, no? Oh. <laughs> Go ahead and roll a perception check, Josh. Okay. Uh, roll per- perception. Ooh, I got a 16. Okay, 16. 16. There you go. Good one. Um, it's fun. all right. You're, you're, you're not, you weren't born yesterday. You're no wet behind the ears. Old mixed streeter, yeah. you're still pretty. You know, you're, you're, you know what's going on. You know a ruse when you spot one, yeah. and you do a cursory glance around the campfire. Maybe even a little bit more cursory. And well, you know, there's no like bear traps that are gonna like snag your leg. There's no like mm-hmm. Punjab noose gonna drop out of a tree and you know right. snag you up and murder you. These guys just seem like normal dudes. And French Randy did in fact catch a big old flathead catfish, and mm-hmm. he's been cooking it up. Yeah, seems seems to be on the up and up. Um, yeah. Um, you sit down on a log, and Big French Randy goes to hand you a plate of some catfish, and goddammit, buddy, sandbar living is good. Roll yeah. a perception check. Roll another perception check. Um, 
14. 14. The sun is slowly setting on this beautiful river, Josh, and you take a moment to appreciate the friends you made. Someone is, in fact, playing some pretty sweet fiddle music, but it's not hard times come no more. You watch that big old ball of sun sinking into the river, just in time to hear something behind you and look up as Big French Randy brands you in the head with the back of his muzzleloader. Damn you, Big he French Randy. He then takes your body and throws it in the river. Your body starts to sink as the hole in your head takes on river water. You will then be eaten by the catfish. The catfish will eat your body, Josh, and those catfish will then be eaten by the river pirates. And this is just part of the sad cycle of river pirate life. It's the circle of river pirate life. <laughs> and it includes getting clocked in the head. <laughs> you will die from TBI. <laughs> or a simple cut. <laughs> it's so bad back then. <laughs> Well, now I feel I feel better about wrecking their crappy little pier. Piss on you, big French Randy. Yeah. <laughs> He's the one. He's hide the your one. daughters and hide your sons. Hide your daughters and hide your son. <laughs> He's going to steal your catfish. <laughs> He's big and French. He will take your produce. <laughs> that Huguenot's name is... <laughs> Love it. Oh, I love it. Too great. Oh, too great. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> scenario three. Yes. Scenario three. So there you are, old mixed streeter floating a year's worth of goods down the river. This is the same river that your daddy has floated, and likely his daddy too. Josh, old Pa McStreeter raised you right for your 17 years, and by God, you got another solid 19 years of living ahead of you if you play your yeah. cards right. Yeah, exactly. As you float down this stretch of river, you know it is treacherous not only for, for super ill-tempered water snakes, but also for river pirates. Because quite frankly, old Papa McStreeter raised you right. Yeah. Go ahead, so you know you're, you're, you're floating down the river, you're aware of your surroundings, and as you gaze out across the stretch, you take a moment and realize that this river is the lifeblood of existence, not only for you, but every other man, woman, child, and beast within 100 miles. Josh, roll to take a... Just roll to check. The, just just roll a check to see how much majesty you can appreciate in this moment. Ah, uh, sadly, only five. Only five. It's all right. It's majestic as shit. Yeah, and even maybe that it's five. better that way. Yeah, you know, it's majestic as shit. Yeah, because out of the corner of your eye, you see something. Roll a dexterity check. Ooh, boy, dexterity. Uh, nine. Nine. All right, well, there's one of them water snakes, Josh. It has, oh, in shit. fact, gotten up on the boat with you. It is a highly venomous water moccasin, and that dirty bastard is coming right at you. Josh, roll a strength check, buddy. And remember, you got a plus four modifier to hit. Okay, here we go. Uh, I rolled an eight. Damn it. Doesn't matter. You knocked that son of a bitch out of the park. It wasn't quite a 20. If it was a 20, you would have, like, critted it, and, it, like, the head would have popped off and, like, killed an owl that was going to dive bomb you, too. <laughs> but it's all right. Okay. You murdered that water moccasin. Josh, yeah. you're going to live to fight another day on this, like, big old rolling river, buddy. Yeah. Mm. Well, you got it. That, you won. Well, and that, and that calls for breaking into my second ice house. Ooh, here, here, buddy. Here, here. 
so oh you almost leveled up with that last snake. How is okay, that? Nice. How are you doing? How, it's a little, you know what? How is it? How is it? Really quick, really quick. Yeah, um, it's a it's lot. It's a little warmer now, less icy. Yeah, is yeah, it? yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I'm not picking up quite as much ice um, in this one, but it's, it's going to help me float down this river here. I have no, I have no doubts. <laughs> I am a loving DM, and I will let you have an anachronistic cooler with ice houses in it. So okay, yeah, go sweet. ahead and crack open your ice house. Um, any stamina you would have, um, uh, you, you get your. Uh, you get your stats back. Um, Water nice. Snake didn't hit you with anything, but right, right. you got the stamina back. And if nothing else, you got um, a rugged individualism buff. Mm. So that's okay, going to give nice. you a plus one to hit and a plus two for charisma. Because boy, you damn it feels good to be a gangster. That's that's <laughs> all you can say. You're floating down the river, buddy, and man, it's just quiet. It's just you. You just hear the water lapping on the side of your longboat. Mm-hmm. It's just a nice day. But then in the distance, you hear a. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, no. why, why, that sounds like someone crying. It, thank you. I'm glad that that is what that sounded like, because I was really hoping that's what it would sound like. Um, it's not a lady. Well, she's oh standing on the eastern bank on what looks to be a steep sandbar that kind of butts up into, like, thick woods, but shit, everything is thick woods. It's right. kind of impressive she found the one, like, section of open, like, you know, beach mm-hmm. to stand on. Yeah, yeah. And... Oh, man. Roll a perception check really quick. Sure. Uh, perception yep. check. 16. Your powers of perception serve you well, and they perceive that this is, in fact, a woman standing on the <laughs> eastern bank. But it's not any woman, buddy. This damsel in distress has long red hair, a nice pert rack, and son of a bitch, like, I'd say 80% of her teeth. Oh, dang, man. That's a, that's a yeah. trifecta right there. <laughs> She's also standing by a canoe that looks to be, like, it's a pretty decent dent. Like, Hmm. I don't want to make 1700s jokes about how women can't drive, but, man, she hit the only rock in the river. (laughs) And you're no big city farmer, but, you know, your daddy raised you right, and you know that part of existence is helping out your fellow man, and, you know, it's maybe it wouldn't hurt to help her out. So as you're rolling, you're, you're coming up on her to this young maiden, um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, excuse me, miss. Don't mean to startle you there, but I but I heard you off in the distance, and looks like you're in dire straits there. I, I also couldn't help but notice that your canoe's a little banged up, and you happen to be standing there on the on the sandbar all all by yourself. Um, is there anything that I can do to help? <laughs> My name is Schnarla. It's a biblical name. You're so sweet to come by. My canoe hit a rock. I don't know where it came from. If if you could just get me to the next town. Cairo's only about 20 miles down river. We could make it by sundown. I would be ever so grateful to you. Uh, well, yes, that 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 sounds uh, uh, completely reasonable. I'm I'm just taking my uh, harvest, uh, my produce down down to the port and. Well, hey, if we're all floating, floating down, down river. That's the that's the way we're going. So, uh, yes, here, let me let me help you aboard my fine barge here. Roll a strength check. Oh boy. Twelve. Okay. All right. Schnarla slips on the side, oh. getting in, but you catch her. You're a strong okay. farmer. Okay. You got her, and you yeah. just kind of you you try to like hoist her up manly, manly like, but you don't mm-hmm. quite do it. But you still help her, but it's kind of. Yeah. 
I, it's I, all right. She has yeah, successfully I, boarded the SS Jackalope. I, 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 nice. Um, yeah, I, I got that farmer strength. So got that farmer strength. Even if it's not exactly elegant, uh, yeah, it gets the job done. Yeah, yeah. Um, as she got in, like she kind of like splashed into some river water. Right, um, roll yeah. a wisdom check really quick. Okay, wisdom check. Here we go. Oh, 20. Let's go. That's really unfortunate because this is the one time when you have the modifier of you saw a woman's ankles and they were wet. <laughs> so you instantly get a negative 20 to your, whatever your role is. It doesn't matter. It's, it's just a crit one, no matter what. Yep, it's just, just a crit, crit one. Thing. Automatic one. Sorry to make you roll it, but we had to do it to point this out. Had you not had the, you know, uh, yeah, wet ankle yeah. debuff. Yeah. yeah. You would have heard the sound in the woods. Ah, shoot. Dang it. Uh, but it's all right. Roll a perception check. I've been schnarlafished. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's a biblical name. Oh, my God. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> two. Perception check of two. <laughs> yep. That. You didn't hear shit, but oh, my God, you were scoping out that wet, wet ankle-cankle combination. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. And they don't shave back then, so it's nice and red hairy, too. <laughs> Um, as Schnarla boards the, uh, O-M-S, old mix, there it is, O-M-S Jackalope, the old mixed reader Jackalope yep. ship. Yep. Yes, yep. O-M-S-S, whatever. As she boards the SS Jackalope, she looks at you in the eyes and says, Oh, thank you. I have always relied on the kindness of strangers. <laughs> now, baby! And at that moment, you realize you should look deeper into the woods instead of <laughs> scoping out her cankle, because six men, led by a hulking six-foot tall bruiser he's 200 pounds josh this is the biggest big fucking boy. human you have ever yeah, seen that's a big boy right he there. sprints up to the boat and clubs you in the what that's right the head and you know how this one ends buddy <laughs> why does this keep happening to me cruel fate <laughs> So, yeah, obviously, listeners, that was 24 minutes of me doing stupid voices and being dumb. But the point that I want you to take is that river pirate tactics are not ocean pirate tactics. It's right. more of a, like, hit and run, but you can't really hit, so you can, like, slowly drift up and kill and run. Right. Or it's, uh, you get the dude to show up and then kill him. Or it's you catfish him. Catfishing was a huge part of it. Like, women were used a ton to honeypot men. Mm. Or, or, or... Apparently, they would dress dudes in drag to honeypot men. And it wouldn't, because, you know, you just can't tell. Yeah, that and would also make sense. As soon as you get close enough to, like, make the contact, that's it. You're done. Yeah, like, too late. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's over. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, would, I don't want you to feel too bad, dude, because quite honestly, this scenario, this, this uh, pirate river expansion tabletop, whatever the hell we <laughs> called it, it was kind of rigged against you, just mm. like life in the 1790s was rigged yeah. against you. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> um, but there's a coda to all this. So you have been killed three times by river pirates. Yeah. And the question remains, well, so now they killed me. What happens next? You're right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're Well, you know, they're going to, number one, you know, fence all your shit. But then they're going to return to their base of operation. And maybe just, just, man, Josh, if I... Mm. If I you if I, mm, I don't even know how to do this because I'm so fucking excited to utter this sentence. <sighs> They're gonna go back to their base of operation mm -hmm. or to a literal pirate island. Mm. <laughs> 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 fucking pirate <laughs> islands. Now, 
Mm-hmm. Now, now, up until now, we've been talking about the American frontier, right? Yep. Um, but I also, I remember when you had moved out there, you told me how messed up you were with, like, how stuff was sweet. How, like, sugar yeah. seems to be more of the, like, condiment than the actual condiment, right? Yes, yeah. No, well, in fact, yeah, yeah just, just the other day, uh, with the Mrs. Wizard uh, out of the house and me living the bachelor life, I was like, oh, what if I try ordering a pizza from this, like, from, uh, uh, not from Hound Dogs, because Hound Dogs is our usual, but but we also try this other pizza place, and, and you know, sure, it's been three or four years, but I kind of remember it being okay. Um, so, yeah, let me try pizza. No, it's fucking horrible. Sweet as shit. Oh, no. And I was oh, like, no. this is atrocious. Now I remember why four years ago we said never again with this pizza place. <laughs> How how hound dogs for life? Um, hound dogs for life. Ow, 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 ow. Uh, <laughs> or I guess it's hound dogs. <laughs> On a river. <laughs> the lovable basset hound mascot. Uh, but yes. Anyway, sorry. Yes. No. You're you're good. That epic day was stronger than I was. <laughs> I got the giggles. <laughs> Well, so with all this sweetness, I also remember once upon a time you told me like the uh, their take on Mexican food is weird because their take on salsa is bad, and so yeah. that got me to thinking, Josh, how do you tangentially tie one thing to another thing to make a really crappy joke about a third thing? Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to talk about river pirates mm-hmm. in New York City. <laughs> We're going to jump ahead a little bit in time. We're going to jump up into pre-Civil War slash a little bit post-Civil War time okay. right now in New York City. All right. Um, your best frame of reference, um, uh, um, the super, super inaccurate Gangs of New York movie, oh but that's God. your time yeah. frame. Okay. Right? Yep. So right in the middle of that. Because, um, hey, turns out um, Manhattan is actually an island that yes. sits in the East River that runs into the Hudson River. This is true. Um, I'm not going to talk about these two. I'm not going to get horned up for that fluvial geomorphology because I just can't be bothered to get that nerdy twice <laughs> in one night. Um, but I'm going to be honest, dude, because we're about to talk about some... This is just so stupid. It's just so stupid, and I'm so excited. Um, All right. So, come to find out, number one... I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm horned up at this yeah, point. Yeah, no, no, please. Come to find out, Josh, did you know that New York City wasn't always the safest place to be? Wait, what? How can you I say... I know. So? What? Right? Apparently, Marjorie Taylor Greene spouting out about lawlessness was well-founded. But it was well-founded, <laughs> like, you know, 200 years ago. Ah. Give or take. Gotcha. <laughs> um... As a matter of fact, during and post-Civil War, it was a really not fucking safe place to be. Uh, multiple yeah. pirate gangs harassed the entire <laughs> island. The entire island. Mo- I'm just going to read that line again. Multiple <laughs> pirate gangs harassed the entire island. Which what? included, but was not limited to, the Charleston Street Gang, which would just uh, w- which would just raid cargo ships that sat... In dock. It was, they were boring. They would roll up on a dock ship, roll up, steal it, and then row away. Gotcha. Um, there was the Hook Gang that took it one step further and would just take the whole fucking boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, according, to, uh, according to a book I read about American piracy, um, well, it wasn't, it's weird. It was a whole thing. Sorry, let me go back. Sure. According to a book I read about American piracy in this time, um, the Hook Gang managed to hijack an eight-man rowing team's boat. So, like, the rowing teams, right? Right, right. (laughs) They stole one of the boats from a university in New York. 
Then they used this little boat to row up out of the river, almost into the into the harbor, like mm-hmm. up to a bigger ship, and then steal that ship. <laughs> but that also sounds that sounds about right because, yeah, from from what I understand, from my brief research into piracy, right? That 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 was the thing. You you weren't gonna like engage another ship with like a giant frigate and like loose a full broadside into it like no like you found a a, like a speedy fast little thing that you could kind of weave in and out of cannon fire you boarded you 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 fought everybody and then that's when you got the thing so the fact that these guys yeah found like an eight man like crew (laughs) little ship like little yeah like skiff or whatever um and they're just gonna go like (laughs) <laughs> just man that team is wow that coach is really putting them through their paces yeah shit they're kind of in deep water man they're taking they're taking the waves kind of rough right? oh shit they're coming right at it oh my god okay fucking pi- and in my mind i know they're not pirates but in my mind it's like errol flynn like they got yeah. bandanas one of them's got a fucking parrot like yeah. but he's also got like a bowery cap because this is still gangs of new york right so. yeah yeah exactly Stroke, stroke. You know, he's got a pirate on his, or he's got a parrot on his shoulder. <laughs> it's a pigeon. Repeating. He's got a pigeon on his shoulder. Yeah, he's got a pigeon, exactly. <laughs> stroke. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh God! There was that's too good. Oh fuck! I can't. I need a sec. It's okay. God, this is our giggliest episode. This is this the best. Is, this Josh, is great. fucking what is this, like 140-something? This is our best episode. Yeah, like. no, this is great. This is great. Well, and yeah, and and, and then there's Daniel Day-Lewis uh, doing some overwrought, <laughs> like off of the sideline there. You call that a six-man crew? <laughs> I wish I knew any rowing term and I could yell at Yeah, it. right. Yeah, and then there's Liam Neeson with a dead rabbit for <laughs> just off on the side. the patsy conroys josh the patsy conroys Mm, mm -hmm. were the group of dudes that you did not fuck with despite being named the patsy Patsy conroys Conroys. (laughs) i honestly i know it wasn't i know that politics and naming was different back then but i honestly just think that some dudes had like the softest names like oh what did you say by calling me patsy conroy yeah that's your name are you saying i'm some kind of patsy no that's (laughs) That's your fucking name yeah, is Patsy name. Conroy. Yeah. Just like he's Jimmy the Mick. What did you fucking call me? <laughs> you can't fucking call me that, you motherfucker. Like, yeah. it's your name. I'm Irish yeah. too. Fuck you. Like, yeah, yeah. So That one did not so, stay the speaking, test of time. Yeah. <laughs> dude, the names, Josh, the names are about to get so stupid. Oh, the God. Patsy Conroys were literally the suicide squad <laughs> of pirates recruited by gang leader. The, gang's, the gang leader's name was Patsy Conroy. Patsy Conroy. All right, fair enough. <laughs> he recruited people from the worst of the there's a movie in here i'm sorry i keep breaking no, but there's a movie I was in just here gonna where say. patsy conroy goes around and this is like this is this is this is like record he went and recruited men from all the different worst spots along manhattan he just popped into different bars in manhattan and found the worst dudes he could find uh some of these worst dudes he could find included degenerates such as pugsy hurley Right. Wreck Donovan, Beanie Kane, Piggy Notes, and Bum Mahoney. 
just just also very 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 quickly. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That's an incredible um, WWE wrestling stable right there. Like that's a that's oh, a it's solid. amazing. <laughs> Dude, there you are. There you fucking go, man. That is your next stable. <laughs> fucking the Bowery Pirates from the 1800s. Yes. Oh, my God. Making his way to the ring from Manhattan Island. He weighs 120 pounds and he stands five foot three. It's Beanie Kane. You're goddamn right, bud. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so oh, sorry, this sorry. gang... Mm-hmm. No, you're good. I just no, it's it's the insanity, Josh. The insanity yeah. here is it's just so thick. Yeah. Um the the Patsy Conroys, they operated out of the basement in a dive bar for 20 years. <laughs> they controlled the entire fourth ward until the 1870s. <laughs> the 18 fucking 70s <laughs> up until then was run by a pirate gang. <laughs> See, when is, like, I, but I kind of want that again. Like, how awesome would it be where it's like, oh, hey, uh, Mrs. Wizard, um, yeah, it's a Friday night. Let's go on a date. Let's get out of the house. Let's go to a new place. Oh, well, Josh, here's a restaurant that looks good. No, baby, we can't go there. That's, that's in the pirate quarter of Columbus. (laughs) (laughs) The pirate, yeah. Yeah, like, like sails up and down the Scioto River. Um, like, oh God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now. Mm-hmm. A pirate gang running it for 20 years is cool, but do you know what's even cooler? Oh, I can only wait, man. What is it? A fucking pirate queen. Oh, yeah, no, true. Very true. <laughs> So, um, there was a woman named Sadie Farrell, also known as the goat. And it wasn't because she was the greatest of all time. She was literally called no, the no. goat. She was called the goat because she would headbutt dudes in the gut. And then a male. So real quick here, there might be some problematic history to be had. I am 900% sure that Sadie was a sex worker. And yeah, how do you get true. close to headbutting a dude? Well, you give him a good old blowy. Yeah. And you just, you know, get up in there, and then she would have a male accomplice appear and knock the dude out, and then she would rob him, right? This was her kind of, like, M.O. Mm-hmm. Um, she became a pretty solid figure in the world of arm blowjob robbery. <laughs> Until one day she decided, nah, I'm good with that. I'm going to bust through that uh, single-pane glass ceiling because it's 1800. Right. And she decided to become a pirate queen when she saw a group of the Charleston Street Gang's members failing to hijack a boat. Um, the crew had, like, rallied. They weren't going to win this one. And Sailor rolled up in a boat and saved their lives. Um, when she did this, it solidified this uh, the Charleston Street Gang to just kind of like, hey, you know what? You're what's up. You saved us. We literally, she Conan the Barbarian did showed up, killed a bunch of, you know, <laughs> saved some people, and became the pirate. Like literally, this this Josh, this shit happened, right? That's this all this shit God. happened. She became a pirate queen because she saved because she became a pirate queen because she saved some other pirates' lives, and they swore pirate fealty to her. That's so awesome. That's so goddamn cool. <laughs> Within days. Of them ascending her to her piracy queen throne, Sadie captured a sloop 
just sitting out in yeah. the middle of of the Hudson Bay or like whatever whatever that uh, not Har- Hudson Jesus Christ in New York he was sitting in New York Harbor there yeah, is, yeah, in, yeah. in some harbor the, there she just really? out and out captured a fucking sloop oh my god like, yeah thank you yeah she out and out captured a sloop like an actual like naval vessel her and her ragtag bullshit and then and then and then she doubled down and actually ran a Jolly Roger flag up the mast now this is 1800s a fucking Jolly Roger hasn't been seen since like the 1650s right, when the golden yeah. age of piracy ended with Blackbeard mm-hmm. so just this she is calling back to a fucking like meme this is amazing Sadie the goat is literally the fucking goat Sadie the feral yeah. like Oh my god. Um, That's incredible. This captured sloop would range up and down the Hudson and Harlem rivers, and it would indiscriminately rob farmhouses and burn river mansions on either side of the river, but she was also kind of like a cool Robin Hood character and would definitely give to poor people... Mm. But but she would also take men, women, and children as hostages for good behavior, and sometimes, if she was feeling squirrely, she would make them walk a plank. Oh my god. That's... man... That's like... This is attested in court record that Sadie Farrell made people walk a plank. I, I... This is like... Okay, this is like the whole... Sort of like fake it till you make it kind of thing. This is like... This is like you're like TikToker or your Instagram in influencer. Kind of like LARPing as a pirate, but then like actually turning into one. And like making people... That's so... That's so awesome. <laughs> right fucking sadie for and now and now like you she's like now this like weird mytho historical figure on waterfront like it's it's so cool she's just like she was a real person she survived there's a story about her like having a rivalry with rivalry with a female bouncer in a bar and the bouncer apparently bit her ear off and kept it in a jar of liquor and then the bouncer <laughs> bought the bar and she kept Sadie's ear in this like jar of fucking liquor for decades. Like, oh sh- oh shit! Oh, wait, 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 hold up. Yeah, okay, holy shit. Okay, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Not to, not to like full on like w- w- whatever. Um, but no, there was. Fuck you, pirate this one. Hijacked this fucking. Yeah, I can't, I can't just... No, um, this was a. I just put this together. I just remember this. This was a story on drunk history. Um. Oh shit. That had Cat Dennings as Sadie the Goat. Oh shit! And Ro- oh shit! Okay. I mean. And Ronda Rousey was the like bouncer gal who like fought her and then bit her <laughs> and like bit her ear off. I just remembered that's that. Awesome. Holy fuck! Yeah. Oh shit! That's so cool. Yeah. Not okay. No. Sorry. No. Sorry. So yes. No. Not at all. If you doubted us, listeners, uh, go watch whatever episode of Drunk History that was, uh, because that's also there too. And fucking Sadie the Goat, the the pirate queen. That's amazing. <laughs> Sadie the Goat, man, the fucking pirate queen. Oh, that's so cool. That's so which which also, you know, like like you and I, Mark, we've 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 talked about how we kind of live in a in a in an age of disenchantment or disillusion. There's there's no more frontiers to to explore. You know, there's, there's like, may, like, yeah, like, like born after the moon landing, but born before the moon colony yeah. or, or whatever. But maybe this is it, man. Maybe that's like, maybe we need to start up our own river piracy. Um, Cause I, I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's some account of 
a pirate on the Rio Grande there in Alamosa. And okay, okay, okay. So yeah, may, I don't know. Maybe that's something that... Uh, sure, like I'll graduate. I'll, I'll, I'll get all that taken care of. Um, next time I'm in town visiting, we'll put our own barge together. And we'll float up and down the fearsome, mighty Rio Grande. (laughs) 100 feet long, 20 feet feet wide. Pretty much just blocks the whole fucking span. (laughs) And we'll... uh, Look, there he's stuck at the bridge going into town. Yeah, right. Yeah, we'll get... get, All the homeless people are throwing (laughs) shit at him. (laughs) Oh, shit. He's unionized the homeless people. Oh, God. Mark Jones is now the homeless people czar. He's their, their pirate captain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, God. He, he's leading village in Antonito. The hobo pirate king. Um. Hobo pirate king. <laughs> Storm oh, into. You lusty dogs cast this heroin aside. It makes you sluggish. <laughs> but, Captain, I got bugs in my skin. Here's some whiskey. Here's some whiskey. Get ye shit together. <laughs> Yar, let's go into City Market. I I know that place well. You need to stock up on oranges so we don't get scurvy. <laughs> oranges? Just put in a click list order. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's... For, for 20 pounds of oranges. All right, uh, there you go. That's fine. All right, thank. Yeah, thanks. Hey, they're not Valencia. No, that's cool. That's cool. All right, thanks. No, yeah. Right, right, right. That's just it. I was like, "Gar, you call it a Valencia orange? Let me back there in the cold freeze. Well, don't get this straightened out. Try to wee. <laughs> you scurvy sidewinder. These be cuties. I ordered navel oranges. What are you trying to pull here, Mark? Look, we, dude, you can't. Yeah, you can't. You know, we put up with this for a while. Like, we miss you, buff. Like, you know, but dude, come on. (laughs) You need to go do heroin with your pirate buddies just (laughs) elsewhere. (laughs) This is a cry for help. (laughs) These be dark times. (laughs) The recession hit'll mark hard. Oh, God. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's so good. Shit. Sadie the Goat, <laughs> River Pirates in New York City. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I want to point out um, really quick, we're not a true crime pro- podcast. I don't think we ever will be. Uh, this next session is going to get just a little no. bit rough because honestly, we've been having too much fun with River Pirates and you all need to remember right. why crime doesn't pay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep that in mind. Uh, that's our, like, disclaimer. We're going to go to another pirate island, and this might be the most famous hive of scum and villainy ever to exist on the American continent outside of Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, my Oh my gosh, Tom. Tom has a thing to... So, yeah, so not only am I joined in my pirate crew by Quincy, but also Tompkins boarded me and is wanting to get in on the action. Um, but, but anyway, sorry. So yes, so Pirate Island. Pirate Islands. As you float down the Ohio River, Josh, um, mm-hmm. you're going to get to a point there in southern Illinois, and you're going to notice some really steep, high, beautiful limestone walls just lining either side of the bank. Mm-hmm. And as you're floating down this weird canyon of white rock, you see a weird bump and then another bump, and then you see a big old gap in the bluff, and it's like 55 feet. It's huge. Well, buddy, 
you've just called to something that the French call La Caverne dans le Roch, or the cave in rock. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> now, this spot, Cave in Rock, might be the most infamous pirate island spot ever. There's really, we can't, just ever. It's, it is literally, you will not find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> um, before white people showed up and started being pieces of shit, Native Americans used it as like a base camp and they did their own thing. Okay. And then white people showed up and corrupted it instantly, like we're wont to do. Um, but like, <laughs> This spot, buddy. Oh, my God. If there's, like... Is there a neighborhood in your town and you just know all the D-Gens are there? Because this is Cave and Rock. Mine is yeah, south yeah. of 17th. Anything south of 17th, you don't go down there. 17 yeah, is San Juan? No, you stay out. That's just how it is. That's Cave and Rock. Um, yeah, yeah. There there are a place or two around in Columbus that... Yeah, you just don't go after a certain... certain time of the night but yes that is you that just is don't yeah you just don't do it um so it's kind of cool this is a gigantic cave that was carved out of the limestone wall by wind and water and it made a solid natural shelter and a lot of people did use it um mm-hmm. it did serve as sort of a landmark on the passing into new orleans like this was kind of like in the beginning well actually, it's, it's weird it's weird it's so okay I'm just going to say this and not try and sound like I'm being really bad about it. But if I was to tell you that you're going to Albuquerque and you need to stop and get gas, you're going to stop in Espanola. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get your gas in Espanola and you're going to get the fuck out of there. And you yeah. know what I'm trying to say? Yep. That was Cave and Rock. You do the thing you got to do. It is a waypoint. Yeah, sure. But also you get your gas, you say thank you, and then you leave yeah. because just, you, don't yeah, just, you just don't yeah. go. Yeah. Our Colorado listeners, you know, I know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, in the late 1790s, this is like, this is the worst place you can go to. Um, it was, so it was home to a rogues gallery, literally a rogues gallery. Like, if the last mm. one wasn't with, you know, Pug McDumbface and whatever the fucking names yeah. were that I can't remember <laughs> with the Patsy Conroys. This yeah. is actual the Rogue Seattle. This isn't, we're not going to get fun anymore. Um, the pirates that lived in Holen or Cave and Rock were a group of, were a group of pirates known as the Mason Gang. Mm. Uh, the Mason Gang was headed by Samuel Mason. And it's weird. We're going to kind of breaking bad this just a touch here. Samuel Mason was by all accounts a good dude. He was a captain in the okay. Ohio Militia. Um, he was appointed to that position by Patrick Henry. That, you know, Patrick, like the Patrick Henry. Yeah, that, that Patrick Henry. Yeah. He was appointed to this captainship at a place called Catfish Camp. This has zero bearing on the story, but it's a part of American history, and now you know it too. And it's Catfish Camp, and it made me so goddamn happy. He was a really good soldier by all accounts. He was wounded um, at a skirmish at, well, he was wounded at a skirmish by Camp Henry, um, fighting natives. Um, and then he also served as, like, on a courts martial board. Like, he wasn't the one being courts martialed. He was serving on that. So mm-hmm. he was an officer. He was a gentleman. By all accounts, he was a solid dude. He was such a solid dude that he was elected to be the justice of the peace in Pennsylvania. And then later, mm-hmm. he was appointed to be a regional judge in the Kentucky Territory. Mm, okay. And this is sometime in the seven, and it's going to get kind of spotty here because of like the way that things go. This is Kentucky territory, but it's also now in Virginia. But in 1790s, he moved his family to Henderson, Kentucky. Um, 
Mm. It was during this move in the 1790s that he decided to go all Walter White on this shit and break bad and become an expert in counterfeiting and deciding and decided that being good is dumb because you know what? Quite frankly, it is. Uh, He (laughs) then entrenched himself in some really poor company and began running with the pirate gang based out of uh, Diamond Island. This is on the Mississippi. In 1797, he then moved his operations to Cave and Rock, where he and a co-counterfeiter named Peter Alston and another guy named John Duff, they set up base in the actual, like, cave. This is like, they actually showed up, they kicked the people out, they said, this is ours, now get the fuck out of here. And they hung a big sign on the wall that said, Liquor Vault and House for Entertainment. And boy, what a house and vault it was, Josh, because they turned it into a brothel and counterfeiting center. (laughs) I need you to take just a moment to appreciate the brilliant criminal mastermind scheme here. Here's me, old Mick Jonesy, going to buy a hooker from you, Madam Lestreet, the whorehouse (laughs) proprietor. I hand you a $2 bill in real American money. Yep. And it only cost 50 cents for a tumble, but I also want a beer. So you're going to give me back a buck 25 and change. You give me back a buck 25 in fake money yeah, that yeah, I paid to get a hooker with. Like, yeah. oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just like, who? You want to talk about the fucking American spirit? It is goddamn yeah. Samuel Mason. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, a, a, yeah, like a true, like. Yeah, that's a that is a great combination. Yeah. Yeah. Um Samuel Mason's kind of a tragic character too. He's one of those types of people that isn't necessarily a bad dude, but he keeps poor company and it gets him in trouble. Um he was more happy to be just kind of like the counterfeiter like whore king of the Mississippi River. But you know, like he was happier to be this than like outwardly violent. He made a good living. He was stimulating local economy. He also made a point to make friends with any postman that would pass through the area because they would camp at cave in rock. That was a natural stopping point anyway. And so he okay. would use the postman to act as a spy network. I, I mean that, that's that's brilliant. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, uh, he's an amazing dude. And I I might be like kind of whitewashing some of his horror, but by all accounts he doesn't seem like he's that bad. And it also kind of right. gets problematic talking about like you don't like pirates because they're killing you because you killed people to be where you were. You know, it's like who's a bigger right. dickhead? At any rate, Samuel Mason sort of became the American version of the Dread Pirate Roberts. For a span of time, any ship that was robbed or sunk or whatever, it was him. And just by, like, politics of this is the late 1700s in America, and you cannot, like, teleport locations, and, like, it takes you three months to get back home from Louisiana, it can't be him. But there's tons of accounts that talk about how Samuel Mason, the pirate, he did this, or Samuel Mason, the pirate, he did this, and, like... He's across the country doing this at the exact same time. <laughs> and so he literally is becoming a pirate king with, like, the, the the branding and the menace to back him. Again, he focused on money over mayhem. He didn't really care about killing people. He wasn't in this to be a dick. He wanted to make money and get fucking hammered and just have... Literally, I can't fault Samuel Mason on anything he does. He was just a cool dude, and he maintained a certain, like, amount of heroic notoriety among the common people. You know, he was like... He was effectively an American Robin Hood. Yeah. Yeah. It's the it's the regional governors that had the problem with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I like Mason a lot. Like I said, he's kind of a, not really sympathetic, but he's just a cool character. And honestly, if I could make my living in piracy, I probably would. Like victimless right. piracy, yeah, thousand percent, I would. You know, like yeah, the 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 like honest pirate. <laughs> Oh, it is or pirate. as honest as you can get. Yeah. Yeah. And like any coin or any counterfeit coin, there's another side to it. And we're about to get into this other side here. You have Samuel Mason, who was a cool dude who became a pirate and made money because it was more lucrative than being a judge. Or you have people that just give zero fucks. And I want to introduce now, like, it's a bizarro world. It's almost like a bizarro two wizards, Josh. I'm going to be honest. Like, oh, wow. as I read about okay. these guys, I kind of... I kind of just got these weird, like, pangs of you and me, right? But, like, what if you and I were just evil? What if we were just out and out the most evil people we got? And instead of getting horned up for mayhem, like, learning new things and shit, or, like, talking about cryptids or, like, whatever, like, fragmentary theater, what if we as two wizards got horned up for, like, literal mayhem? Like, (laughs) murder and rape and arson and rape and then more rape and then more murder and then compound the murder by raping the murder. And then let's traffic some humans. Um, buddy, uh, we would st- these guys would stampede cattle through the Vatican if they could fucking get to Rome and get their hands <laughs> on some fucking cattle. That's right. I'm talking about the Harper brothers. That means nothing to anybody at all, but it will in a minute here. Now, the Harper brothers, and I'm making a point, listeners, before you slam your hand on the... Th- keypad and go it's the harps fuck you it's the harpers right now the harper brothers are super shrouded in mystery now they came to america in the 1700s maybe and given the politics of record keeping at the time it's hard to like it's hard to keep record of actual shit that happened let alone what two scottish immigrants might or might not have done right yeah but we know that either they were born in orange county north carolina or they immigrated to America from Scotland. All right. I mean, being able to whittle it down to two options is still pretty damn good. It's pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. And, like, a lot of work has been done on these two. They're pretty famous American characters, but, like, mm. it just gets kind of touchy. Um, we do know that they're... that So, they might have been brothers. They might have been cousins, or they might not have been. They might have just been two dudes that, like, dicking around yeah, together. Yeah, two dudes... Right. Yeah, we do know their names were um, Mike Mikaja. He was Big Harp. He also went by the name Roberts, um, and he was six foot two. And this is off official like uh, document, like wanted documents. He is six yeah, yeah. foot two high, or sorry, let me just again six feet high of robust make. He is about thirty or thirty two years of age. He has an ill looking, downcast countenance, and his hair is black and short, but comes very much down his forehead. He is built very straight and full flesh in the face. When he went away, they said he had a nankeen coat, dark woolen stockings. And these are leggings, a drab cloth, whatever, right? So that's the one. That's that's my Kaj Harp. I'm going to call him Big Harp. There's also Joshua Harp or Wiley Harp or the Little Harp. And this is why I say it's two wizards because we got you and Big Harp and I'm Little Harp here. Wiley Harp, yeah. and again from the same document, alias Roberts, is very meager in his face, has short black hair, not quite so curly as his brothers. He looks older, though really younger, and likewise has a downcast countenance. He had on a coat of the same stuff as his brothers and a surcoat over with a coarse-bodied one. His stockings were woolen. So, again, it's it's a tall dude and a short dude. Um, 
But really, the biggest takeaway I need you to get here is that Big Harp is a goddamn titan of a human. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he is an, he's seriously six being six foot tall in 1790s America is it's great. Yeah, like George Washington was six foot tall, right? It was what six two, and like yeah. he was literally a giant. Like he literally towered over the common rattle of humanity, and just. It's right, amazing. Right. <laughs> you you would be a fucking titan. I, I would yeah. love to go back in time with you, and I would be your little harp, and I would be slightly taller than most people, and I would walk in front of you and watch the people cower at your fucking six foot two yeah. countenance. Like, yeah. It would be like like a yeah, like a uh one of the Nephilim on 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 Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The harps were also Scottish and at this time, if you were a good Scot, you were 100% loyal to the British crown. Mm, okay. They showed this loyalty by backing a Tory, or sorry, by joining a Tory-backed rape gang. A rape gang, Josh. A gang predicated uh, on rape. And not just, not just like, you know, hey, rape. It was also like, let's rape the land, salt the earth, burn out the... We're going to kill everybody, but we're also going to rape them too. Again, right. these dudes just love their rape. Jesus Christ, they love their rape. I'm sorry. We're going to talk about rape so yeah. much, but not that much. Yeah, they they uh, wrote it down on their application twice. The, um, yeah. Three times, really. They said, like, three, on three their times, CV, really. they said they studied it also independently. Like, Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they took a sabbatical to focus on pottery <laughs> and then went straight back to rape. Like... <laughs> I, I can't. I just can't really downplay what pieces of shit these guys were. Um, yes, I read yes. a lot of accounts of them, and I kind of. Bo- Again, we're not a true crime podcast. I don't want to get into the nitty gritty. Post this running with the Tory rape gang in uh, 1781, after you know the British lost the war, they started ran- running with a band of um, Chickamauga and Cherokee Indians. These two tribes were backed by the British because, again, the British are running a proxy war in America trying to kind of, like, snuff out the, like, colonies but also give a, like, middle finger to the French, right? So they're running with the Chickamauga and Cherokee tribes around Nickajack, Tennessee. They continue to be shitheads. They would harry mountain towns around this region. During their time there, they kidnapped a woman named women named Maria Davidson and Susan Ward or Susan Wood. They took them as their wives. They took them. So, remember when we did Yule Lads and we had to point out how, like, in a group of people, the Yule Lads, or called the Yule Lads, there was a guy called Stubby, and he was the shortest? Yeah. When two dudes just roll around taking women as they will, we gotta stop and point out when they decide to, like, take two women as their wives. I. Yeah, but then, too, a... in a little bit... It's going to get weirder than that. It's going to get a lot weirder than that. Because Susan Wood okay. was sort of like, she was kind of, um, oh, what was her nuts, Josh? Susan Wood kind of turned into like 1800s Patty Hearst. It gets really fucking weird. Okay, yeah. Um. So they left this region in 1794 when their settlement was destroyed by American soldiers trying to kill them. Like, they kind of had this weird, like... Compound. The whole time the harps are operating, there's always like multiple women and multiple children around them, as well as like a weird orbit of goons. Mm. Um, All right, yeah. It was during this time in 1791 that they dropped the R from their names. They stopped being Harper and they became Harp. I know I've been saying Harp this whole time, but um, on June 1st, 1791, Little Harp married Sarah Rice. We know this because it's. In Knox County, Kentucky records, 
She was a willing participant in all the Harps climbs, crimes, and she was straight up their Schnarla. Like, uh, Sarah Rice did not give a fuck. She was the daughter of a preacher, and she, like... I don't. I can't tell if she got kidnapped by them and Stockholmed, or she heard they were around and sought them out because she was just that fucking nuts. But Sarah Rice is goddamn insane, and we don't know enough about her. And it's really a shortcoming on American history. Um, starting right. in 1797, they went on this insane crime spree. Like I don't know what happened in 1797. Like, but they decided to go nuts. Um. They started, so they, they essentially became America's first spree killers. They killed as many as three people, or sorry, as many as 30 people for any given reason. Um, these victims could always be recognized by the harp's signature disposal method of a body, which was splitting open the chest, stuffing it with river rocks, and then pissing on it and throwing it in the river. Man, these guys, yeah, these guys, holy cow. Yeah, they're fucking insane. Um, they yeah, killed indiscriminately horrible. men, women, children. There is an account of Big Harp murdering his infant daughter by bashing her against a tree when she wouldn't stop crying. That's that's horrible. Oh my it, God, that horrible. is straight up horrible. Yeah, like I said, these guys are fucking pieces of shit. But don't worry, they just had tons of fucking kids, Josh. Holy shit, all they did was have kids. Like, um... <laughs> So, 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 you know how, like, sometimes you remember your, your, your one Papa Streeter, maybe not Papa Streeter, but the one you told me was like kind of way too horned up for like American Southern history. And you knew he was on the wrong side of it. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I want you to know you're not alone. Um, I watched a YouTube documentary about a guy. He claimed to be a direct descendant. His name was E Don Harp. And number one, he pointed out how like a lot of the, the, the stories about him were like, um, anti-American propaganda. He said that the Harps were just loyalist freedom fighters, and if they had been American, then they would have been viewed as heroes. Maybe they would. Okay. Maybe they wouldn't. I'm not here to judge that. Maybe. I have no idea. Yeah. But this dude was also way too fucking jazzed to be related to... Even if. Even if they were exonerated, it'd still be like, you know... Yeah. Everything but then also, too, like, you kind of get it with a grain of salt, like, he's so bad he bashed his daughter's brains in for crying. Well, maybe he didn't. I don't, I don't, I don't know, you know, like, right. but, uh, you know, until I hear otherwise, I'm just not going to jump so gung-ho because this guy was way too gung-ho. Um, yeah. they were captured in Danville, Kentucky, and they escaped when Big Harp kicked through the prison. He kicked through the prison. I just, oh my God, he kicked through the wall in the prison. <laughs> Which like, I, like... I I I get it. This is the eight. This is the seventeen nineties. We didn't have the benefit of like modern construction Plaster? techniques. Stucco. I he kicked. But this this motherfucker kicked through a prison. <laughs> he kicked through a prison wall at him and Wiley escaped. Now, <laughs> so upon. This kicking through the prison. This was in April of 1799. Uh, the local governor in Kentucky posted a bounty of $300 on the Hart brothers. And um, do, do you know what happened when we posted that bounty, Josh? Do, do you know what they did? Do you I know think, what the good I people in Kentucky did? To, I think we have to get a posse. <laughs> we rounded up a posse. They rounded up a bunch of posses. There was a shitload of posses. There was so many fucking posses chasing posses the Harps. 
posses for days. There were so many posses that the Harps ran north into Illinois, where they eventually made it to Cave and Rock. And they were welcomed by Samuel. Like, he was like, yeah, whatever, travelers, come on in. So the Harps, with their respective women and at least three children, they set up shop in Cave and Rock in April of 1799. Well, this is... I think this would have been June, 1799. Um, on June 3rd, I'm guessing, of 1799, the Harps immediately set into, be so, set into being so fucking out of control that river pirates had to tell them to calm the fuck down. <laughs> the Harps' favorite pastime was tying a man naked to a horse. They would then blindfold the horse and then spook it and run it off the cliff at Cave-In Rock. Now... They would run it off the cliff directly in front of the cave entrance, so the horse and man would fall about 60 feet to their death. They thought this was funnier than hell. So, I, I just really want to cement here that, goddamn, these guys are pieces of shit. But they're not such pieces of shit that they're not without kindness, Josh, goddammit. There is always okay. that tiny speck of corn in the human pile of shit. Um, yeah. While running from another separate posse led by a man named John Leeper, who the Harps had killed his, the Harps had killed his boy and maybe his dad, but records were spotty. But this man, John Leeper, was out for fucking heart blood. Uh, they came upon an old man living in a forest, and I shit you not, the old man in the forest, his name was Tompkins. No way, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they convinced this old man Tompkins that they were in fact traveling priests. <laughs> now. Tompkins let them inside, and he fed the Hart brothers, and he apologized to him, and he's like, look, I'm really sorry, man, hunting in the area, and this is, this is all so fucking recorded, okay, like, everything I'm saying actually happened, and I gotta reiterate that again, I'm sorry, anyway, um, so he apologizes to the Harp, saying, I'm really sorry the stew is so shitty, there hasn't, I, I'm out of powder, I can't go hunting, so it's kind of just what I can do, so Big Harp, took his powder horn and not only filled up all of Tompkins' powder, but he also primed his rifle for him. So the next time he went hunting, he could shoot and again go back in time. This is the 1800, early 1800s. This is still mm-hmm. flintlock single-shot rifles. Like, right, yeah. It yeah. Was big, it was a big to-do. Jeez. Every little bit is precious. And Big Harp filled up Tompkins' gun. This gun would be used almost the next day to by Leaper, who shot Big Harp first in the leg with his own gun and then through the spine using Tompkins' gun. Insult injury that you're using a man's own powder to shoot him in the spine. Yeah, As that's... Big Harp lay dying, he allegedly confessed to 20 murders on his own. And then, after the confession, his head was slowly cut off while he was still alive oh. by Leaper. Every oh, single God. account points out that his head was... A- taken off of him while he was still alive and it was done slowly. Oh my that God. head was then placed on a spike and placed in the crotch of a tree at a fork in the road where it stayed for decades. That site today is still known as Harp's Head Road. <laughs> Meanwhile, Wiley Harp absconded into the bush only to later reappear when the plot would need him. <laughs> Fast forward four years later. Uh, We're back at the rock. Samuel Mason has now been pissing off the local governor of Illinois for years. And there is enough of the fucking around that is time to find out. And so the local governor places, or he launches a raid to root out the pirates living in cave and rock once and for all Mm -hmm. during this raid on the rock. Um, 
Samuel Mason, Philip Alston, and then Peter Alston, or sorry, P- Philip Alston, he's the son of Peter Alston, and Wiley Harp. They're still hanging out together. They escape into the surrounding forest. Now, Josh, three men enter the forest, but only two men exit. Those two men are Alston and Little Harp. And they somehow have Mason's head. It is unclear how Mason died, whether Mason got shot in the ensuing, like, invasion of Cave and Rock, or if he was murdered in the woods by Little Harp and Peter Alston. We don't really know. Um, but they had this highly wanted criminal's head. So what do you do when you have the head of the most wanted man in town? That's right. You roll into the local sheriff to collect the bounty. Um, mm-hmm. But you don't do it if you're fucking stupid and roll into the nearest town, which was Natchez, where Wiley and Peter Alston rolled and they go, you're Wiley Harp, motherfucker. And they captured them both and hung them preemptively where their stakes were placed <laughs> on heads outside of Natchez as a warning to all the other pirates. Now, there is one further coda to Cave and Rock. It is no longer the wretched hive of scum and villainy that we know today. It is now part of a state park in Illinois. Okay. It is also the annual site of the gathering of the Juggalos. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> River Pirates, baby. There it is. We're talking about Swamp Pirates later. Not right now. Josh, talk to me. That... Talking about homies. Home River Pirates. How do they work? Like, oh. Oh, my God. That is such an appropriate ending to that story. I can't even... <laughs> I I yeah um ice house notwithstanding I I I can't I can't even <laughs> That's yeah. that's where the gathering of the juggalos is. Oh I God. you can't write this shit man it's just so no. fucking perfect like it's No. Do you know how fucking close High Hammock came to making a fucking trip? Like the I was going to buy you me Brad and Johnny tickets to the fucking yeah, gathering this year. Oh but Johnny God. had gone back and you were traveling or something. We It just wouldn't have worked out. So next year, 24, man, High Hammock is going to get down with the yeah, family. But Hamm- fucking A, in the meantime, oh River God. Pirates, buddy. River Pirates. Which, which I, I know as you were setting it up and like going into the rivers and all that, and then you're saying like, yeah, but River Pirates are actually kind of lame. I beg to differ, sir. This has been – this has not been a – uh, an an ambulatory float down the Mississippi River on my barge filled with corn. No, this has been <laughs> this has been a ride, man. And thank you, thank you for being that riverboat captain. Uh, and yeah, you, absolutely. Thank you for letting me be that. I got dumb. I got so dumb this week. And thank you for just like letting me run wild with it, dude. River Pirates in New York. Holy shit! I had no idea River that was Pirates a in thing. New York? I, Sadie the Goat, I had no idea Sadie the Goat was a thing until this week, and I'm so glad I know about it now. Like, Right, right. Well, and, She's amazing. And, 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 and I think that's part of it, too, because, sure, compared to, like, you know, like, you're sort of, what, what, what you typically think of seafaring pirates, where, yeah, we're headed off into the wild blue yonder and um, uh, uh, hiding ourselves on this little atoll that nobody else knows about, like, yeah, with a river, it's basically upriver or downriver, and that's it. But yeah. no, man, like, there's so... Oh, God, there's so much... Be it a cave in a rock or some borough in New York City. Um, the entire Fourth Ward. I don't, the entire like, Fourth Ward just being... I don't even know what the park. entire fucking Fourth Ward is, but it was the yeah. entire Fourth Ward, like... 
Yeah, I just, I just, but so even if, even if you were, even if you were like, uh, maybe initially let down with what you thought this would be, we're going to continue talking about pirates. And I, I tell you, man, this has been a great start to our pirate arc here. Um, so, so yeah, so thank you. Thank you for, for, for guiding us on this. Absolutely, um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah, I, I'm still floored by those goddamn Harp, Harp Brothers, Harp, Harpers, whatever, whatever. I, Fucking I guess I can, I, can, I can finish off the last little bit of my ice house here. And listeners, you can tell us what your thoughts have been listening to this episode. Um, are you still doubting that our podcast RPG, which if that isn't a trademark, damn it, Two Words is, is going to trademark that. It probably BRPGs. is by now, but, but whatever. But yeah, but but if you want to see the receipts, I will I will take that screenshot and put it up there. Uh, but But tell us, are you one of our listeners who lives on the Mississippi River? Because I've been checking our Podbean stats, and we've been getting, yeah, some pretty good numbers from, like, Missouri, uh, 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 Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, a couple, couple, couple of those areas along there. Maybe you have some local stories. Maybe there's, like, a local river pirate legend that you have to share with us and if that's the case we want to hear about it we would love to hear from you yes um so please 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 send us an email to two wizards podcast at gmail.com we are also on twitter at two wizards pod c1 we're active on facebook we're active on instagram mark is doing again like yeoman's work finding incredible pictures and illustrations and photos and I am I am waiting with bated breath to see the river <laughs> pirates um, um, uh, 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 accompaniments. Uh, <laughs> what, what those images are going to be? God damn, Ice House is. I'm getting housed on Ice House, and I told Atta myself, I told boy. myself I wouldn't, but here I am. Uh, but if you want to see more of my silliness, because who knows? Maybe I'm I'll drunk tweet a little after this. Uh, you can find me yes. on Twitter. Yes, return to form. Fucking yes. We need more return fucking form. drunk post tweeting. We perhaps need that. So if, if you want that, look me up on Twitter. You can find me at Plaid Barbarian on Twitter.com. Mark, you talked about how how close hi, the High Hammock family came uh, to joining the gathering but who all is a part of High Hammock Studios? Our own gathering, our own family, our own jugglers. Oh, man, if I'm talking about my family, this family, my my juggling <laughs> juggalo, my juggling wizardly juggalos in the High Hammock Tower, we just we're juggling those topics. We're juggling them podcasts. I'm running three at once. I'm an amazing man. Fucking sleep. How does it work? We do not know, but you can come check me out on our sister podcast, The Dangle Podcast, where me and my buddy Johnny take two episodes of King of the Hill, and we talk about it, and we see if it still holds up. Um, Josh, this was a good week this week. Um, we talked about, I don't know the first one. The first one does not matter because the second episode we talked about was the orange you glad I didn't say banana where Khan kind of oh, gets yeah. like, yes, anded into becoming a Laotian proud boy. And man, that was a really <laughs> good conversation. And that was a really good episode. And yeah. we are really, you know, we were kind of getting squirrely there for a minute. And like, oh, fuck season 10, but we're coming back around. 
or, 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 um, you can come check us out on our other, other sister podcast. I can't wait to show my kids. It's a weekly cinematic review podcast where me and my buddy Brad take a movie that we, one of the other of us really liked, but the other one hadn't seen and make the other one watch. But then we talk about, well, when do you show this thing that you loved? When is it appropriate to show your kids? Um, this week we're doing Peter Jackson's World War One documentary, They Shall Not Grow Old. It was one of my mm. picks. It's depressing as shit. Maybe skip this yeah. one because of how fucking sad it is. <laughs> but also, if you're like me and I know I am, then you love history. And God damn, did Peter Jackson put his ankles in it. So, please, yeah. by all means, find me there. Uh, find me at Marky Stardust on Twitter. Um, just let us know what you think. Uh, yeah, like Josh was saying, do you have local river pirate lore? This was a hard one for me. I really had to, I had to do a lot of digging this week, Mm -hmm. Josh. And like, man, if anybody knows anything else, if I'm missing like something huge, please by by all means, let me know. Um, and I guess to that end, thank you for listening. Uh, give us that five star. I know a lot of you have been. We have watched our numbers yeah, grow, and cow. that yeah. that is such a cool feeling. Thank it's you, thank cool. you for believing mm-hmm. in two wizards. God damn you guys, y'all make this worth it. Um, and lest I you know get too drunk here on Grog and Shanghai us, I'm just gonna say thank you for being here. Uh, my name is Mark, and I was a wizard. And my name is Josh, and I'm a wizard. And also, um. We are we are in the works. We are discussing that maybe I'm going to make some guest appearances on some of our yeah, other high hammock studios. So yeah, you are. look for me. Look for me on. I I can't wait to show my kids. Maybe like I know I kind of like missed the boat on the King of the Hill episode where Bobby joins the track team. But hey, there's still time. There is still time uh, for 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 me to make an appearance on Dingle Podcast. You and can show up whenever you want. You just say, "Hey, fuckers, I'm going to show up," yeah. and then you got it. Then you got to get on a a, 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 a what's or a, a Discord call with me and Johnny at five in the morning right. on a Saturday. That's all you got to do. Yeah, and even yeah, then, so- even then, it's two in the morning for you. So fuck you. You can do it whenever you want. <laughs> fuck. Maybe I'll take the day off, and you and Johnny can do it. Like <laughs> shit. <laughs> maybe I will be that. Schnarla and show my ankle on the sandbar. Be like, you who boys, you guys talking about that king of the hill. Um, so yeah, maybe that will happen too. But at any rate, to close this out, my name is Josh and I'm a wizard. Thank you for joining us. It's great to have you here. Uh, five star, like, share, retweet us, tell somebody else about us, and join us next week as we continue in all likelihood our 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 pirate arc here uh but thank you all for joining us uh thank you for listening we love you all everyone good night guys take care he rolled upon his back and after that i killed them all